Welcome to the J&J Connection Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Jordan. Today we will be talking to the one, the only, the shortest, my beloved Amy, about major life-changing decisions. And we'll be ending the podcast with a fun game of Would You Rather to round out our personalities. Enjoy. That was great. <laughs> Amy. Jesse. Amy. Jesse. Buddy, introduce your wife again. Uh, this is my wife, Amy. Say uh, hello. Uh, hi. <laughs> That's good. Oh, thank you. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Amy, okay. how, are you, how are you doing today? Um, you know, I'm alright. I'm just, uh, chillaxing. Um, Jordan took away my thing that I was messing with, so now I'm messing with something quietly. So I, I, I can hear it. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry. I'll, I'll beep that, we'll out. that out. I'll beep yep. that out. <laughs> I need to, right, sorry. Yeah. I so forgot no, about no that. Swears. My bad. <laughs> I'll you'll work be, on it. You'll be the first one I have a beep. It's getting out of hand. Uh, I'll try to become a better human. I'm sorry. No, that's it's, it's fine. It's fine. At least in public. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Amy. Mm-hmm. Who is Amy? Amy is Jordan's. What? No, just kidding. Well, I was about uh, to say, really? That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> no, that's I, I am his. <laughs> uh, it. No, no. Um, uh, oh, c- sorry. Can mm-hmm. I just preface this? This might get the ball rolling. But we know we have the cultural and intellectual diversity of two people who grew up 15 minutes from each other and went to like a rural 95% white high school. And elementary school and everything like that. So it's wonderful that we're here expanding the diversity. And so now Finally. we can we can truly, truly reach a broader audience. Yeah, this is great. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, you know, grew up in the suburbs and was homeschooled. Where? Uh, at? Where? Six, Where? In the suburbs in Maryland. Yeah. Uh, Maryland. And I uh, was homeschooled. And I was one of six kids. Uh, my thing that people always scolded me on when I was a kid was I was too loud um I'm pretty enthusiastic and uh played sports not that that was a defining part of my personality but I did and um yeah I'm an enthusiastic somewhat creative individual and I like people much more than my husband who does not really like people oh I thought you meant you like other people more than you like me. It's <laughs> fair. But. I mean, there are some days, but um, yeah. So that's that's just about, I guess. Well, you said me. You... I was an English major, um, so I, I read and I write things. What do you yeah. like to read? Uh, currently <laughs> working on the Witcher series, um, which is pretty cool. Uh. Probably my favorite book all time, though, is a stereotypical English major answer, and that would be Frankenstein, because it is art, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like, yeah. so obviously you have to have things in common with Jordan. Do you like video games and stuff? God, I have barely any things in common with Jordan. Yeah, I like video <laughs> games, and that's about where the similarities end, <laughs> but that's okay. You both have a brown hair. So there you go. We, we do have brown hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we like our cats. So thank God we have our cats. <laughs> I don't I don't know where our marriage would be if we didn't have our cats. It's the only thing keeping <laughs> it together, huh? <laughs> Ooh, they're the glue. That's all I'm saying. So a- as your marriage falls apart, uh, <laughs> what was your first impression of Jordan? <laughs> um, when I saw Jordan for the first time, it was in college and I was we were like in the lobby of some dorm or whatever and I see him and he's wearing a cutoff t-shirt and he's got like a pretty long beard bushy his hair's kind of long and out of control Mm -hmm. yeah and I was just like and he was talking to some friends that I knew and I'd never seen him before and I was like who is this 
meathead. And that was my impression of him. Uh, I you, didn't think I would marry him. So that's kind of, yeah. So it wasn't love at first sight? Oh, no. It was not. It was love at, like, third sight. Okay, so... At least for me. It took him some time. <laughs> so, buddy. Buddy. What was your first impression of Amy? Um, My first impression of Amy was... When she came, so our friends had invited her over to our room because uh, she was going to be my next roommate's fiance's roommate. Okay. Sorry, I just mm-hmm. want to make that clear. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I came in. I was fresh out of the shower, and uh, so obviously that's where that's where it started. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I came in, and she was there, and she was playing video games, and I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. And also, she's pretty cute, so. I was like, that's all, that's all well and good. I was, but. Fresh out so the shower? I was, well, I wasn't. Like, <laughs> he was dressed. I was clothed. I was <laughs> See, I imagine you walk in with a towel around your waist, and you're like, sup? <laughs> <laughs> and then just continued walking. No, I, I knew thought, people That's were coming over. Cool. I knew people were coming over. I think I was probably at the gym or something. And then I came back and they were like, oh, they're going to be here soon. I was like, oh, okay. And so I had to take all my clothes in there. So I was just wet and sweaty and just sort of because I was in nervous and because I was walking into a room of people, one of which I didn't know, and I was wet. So that led to the sweating. But... Yeah, other than that, uh, it was pretty swell. <laughs> well, that's good. Amy, mm-hmm. what was your very first impression of me? I'm I'm eager to hear oh this. Oh my god, I feel a little bad for this. No, like, go ahead. <laughs> okay. We're 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 friends now, so it's okay. Go <laughs> we ahead. We're friends now. Break break, uh, break my soul. <laughs> Okay. Um, Well, because the first time I met you, Jordan had you on video call in the lobby of my dorm, like, hall or whatever. And that was the first time. And I was like, okay, who is Jordan's weird friend that he wants me to meet that he only calls Buddy, who I'm probably never going to meet because I literally, we were like two weeks into this relationship. And Jordan's like, Amy, got to meet my best friend, Jesse. I was like, okay <laughs> and then he was like buddy buddy like and i'm just like uh-huh anyway and then i think i saw you for like two seconds i was like this guy's weird and then i was like peace out <laughs> i'm leaving <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what happened and jordan was upset with me later on but it worked out you were sad you were like you didn't give my best friend a chance you were like i remember it's okay you don't have to I don't really remember that. That's all right. It was very brief. I mean, was that the time I saw a picture of Jordan underneath a... Uh, uh, the um, table. Underneath a table. Was that that same time? I don't... That was after, okay. I think. Because... the See, I was going to say the first time we, we met in person. Oh, yeah. It was after Jordan. That's the first time I remember, too. Yeah. We, we met at uh, Jordan's rugby game oh shoot was that it see i don't even remember that <laughs> I, I remember you coming up I, um i think it probably was after a rugby game yeah i can't remember i don't know if we sat i don't think you watched the game i don't think i did i think you came to we went the to dorm dinner. i was in right well i i remember you sitting on jordan's lap and there's like some picture on facebook now there from is. that it's like this iconic sure picture is. of you sitting on Jordan's lap and you guys just like overjoyed, but also like, like you could be on something and like, yeah, that's <laughs> the on, picture. We're on life. <laughs> if if uh, we can find it, we'll put that up on the Instagram. <laughs> it's there. I, I've seen it. That'll be an easy one. Seen it a couple times. Yeah. See, I remember first meeting you at, after the game, we went to dinner at that Haas's Steakhouse was that it? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. the only reason I remember that is because you asked me if I could be one kind of animal. What kind of animal would I be? 
That's funny. And I forget. I think I said a tiger or a lion. Is that what I said? Wow. I don't know. I don't remember, but I, I like it. I said something along the lines of that. <laughs> and I was just like, she's kind of quirky. I, and I I understand. I could see it. And that was uh-huh. and that was about it for me. You were short, <laughs> too. so. Oh, yeah. That, that wasn't a lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's me. That, and that's, that's how we all met Amy and how Amy wow. met us. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So, Amy. Huh. So, you and Jordan, you mm-hmm. get past that two-week mark that you said you didn't think it was going to last. Take us, take us through. What happened after that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean. You got yeah. married. <laughs> Yeah, we did get married. You don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so honestly, though, like, like, okay, so after we started dating, I didn't think, oh, it's not going to last. But beforehand, there was, like, a lot of drama because, like, I literally was very direct with Jordan. I was like, hey, I'm interested in you. I just, you know, I'm interested in possibly pursuing a relationship with you. I want to get to know you more, and we'll just see where this goes. Jordan was horrified. And, like, then, like, Anyway, so there was this whole thing where, like, he didn't think he liked me, and he told me that. And I was like, that's okay. I don't need you to like me. It's fine. And the next day, he was – well, actually, we had a really deep conversation about life, and that was really good. And then the next day, it was, like, 180, like, like arm around me, being so nice, and, like, all this crap. And then just about a week of that went on. And then I was like, all right, Jordan – you either have to stop treating me like we're dating or admit that you like me. Like, I can't. Uh-huh. And then he was like, this is a good time to make a joke. And then he was like, I guess I like you <laughs> at least a little bit. And then he asked me out later that night. Anyway, so honestly, after we got together, I felt okay. But, like, it was that whole mess leading up to it was like, <sighs> and, um, yeah. But, um, yeah, we got together and we were immediately long distance because – we decided to start dating the week before finals and he lived in Pennsylvania and I lived in Maryland. So that was good. And, um, yeah, we Skyped like every day, which looking back was a lot. And, um, yeah, then we just didn't do anything that made each other angry enough to break up with each other. Or I don't know, like we had a lot of fights in our first year, but we like worked on communication. Oh, that was huge for some people and um (laughs) yeah but i don't know i mean yeah just uh we have fun together and we just kept doing the thing and it was good and i guess from the beginning we always had this like future in mind of like i don't know like we would like this relationship to last we would ideally like this to end in marriage sort of so and then we did it so that was pretty cool nice so would you call that your first life-altering event uh, I would not. Oh no! Well, one one of the major. <laughs> yeah, it definitely one of the major ones. Yeah. So, give us some context as what, in your own definition, what is a life altering event? I think a life altering event is one that you know, like, fundamentally changes or cements sort of like the direction of your life. Like, I don't know, like. Before Jordan, I was single. I was had plans about what I was going to do after college. And then when I started dating Jordan, I was like, okay. Like, I like my future started lining up with his, like, in terms of how I thought of it. So it changed the direction of my life in a dramatic way. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's yeah. beautiful. I try. Thank you. If I could defend myself. <laughs> You're not allowed. No. <laughs> so what, what, one of the sort of things that... Uh, tipped me off that it might be and it might be a good relationship to have is uh sort of up to that point in my life i uh everything was people didn't work the way i thought they did and so whenever (laughs) whenever i was looking looking to date i was like and i'm gonna sound like a broken record here but i was like i was trying to change myself in order to be something that somebody wanted and to know somebody who knew what they wanted, but was also okay with uh, not being in a relationship, that was sort of like, that made no sense to me because it was like, in my mind, it was like, 
if I, one of my big fears was rejection. It was like, if I got rejected, I'd be devastated because then that just means somebody, somebody doesn't value me and I didn't have a lot of self-worth myself. So, uh, you know, that would devastate me. And so, um, but you know, she sort of just took it and was like, okay, whatever. And then I would, it's, I was like, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> wait, <laughs> like, what? wait, I can, I can be myself and not piss people off. Or, oops. We should cut that. What? I don't know. You can say that. I, that's that's I, a I, I that's don't a like PG. It. I don't like it. But uh, <laughs> so I can I can be myself and not uh, tick anyone off. Mm-hmm. And that was like, if I if I had to uh, call uh, call a life altering event, I think that's a that's a pretty big mind shift. Uh, and so yeah. So l- let's move on from other than marriage. Or other than meeting each other and dealing with each other. <clears throat> what are some other life altering events? If you could pick if you could pick the the either the biggest one or the next biggest one, what would it be? Actually I'm gonna take over. Go here. for it. Beca- Go because, for it. Because uh, this was your topic, so it's all you Well, no, <laughs> I I'm gonna take over and flip it on you okay. and say what are your what what do you consider to be your because we were talking about this before and you have a fundamentally different approach and I'm going to try to convince you over the, okay. over the next 15 or so minutes. Okay. So what what do you what do you consider a big life-changing event and what sort of is uh what what do you think that that means and uh how it sort of dictates how your life is going to be from now on? Hmm. That's a good question. The way I see it is, at least for myself, like life hasn't officially started yet, and that that might that may sound and come off like dark, but I feel like life doesn't begin until, like you get your first job and your first house or your first apartment, and then whatever happens after that, the the leash is officially off of you. There's no one around to watch you or judge you. Uh, when you go home, you don't you either see um, the person you're gonna be with for the rest of your life, or there's no one there, and that's that's when life truly begins. Is whenever you're truly by yourself. Hmm. That that's how I that's why I don't believe at least for me I haven't had that major life altering event yet. Hmm. Hmm. So a rebuttal? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Because I think that at this point, like, yeah, you're not on your own. But I think you've made a lot of decisions so far, like, that have sort of shaped who you're going to be as a person. Right. And kind of, like, the way you're – so I don't know. I mean – I wouldn't call that a also, life-altering event, though. I think I think Peaches and George were a life-altering event for you. I'm gonna just be honest. They've changed your life. You're gonna have them for the next 15 years. I don't think that I was... I ever introduced. Background for that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever introduced well, Peaches and George. <laughs> well, hey, t- take the time. Okay, so I have I have two cats. I am a cat daddy. Meow. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, um, two beautiful kitty cats. I'm even though I would still say I'm a dog person. Um, these two just kind of came along. They were originally for my younger brother, but they escaped the house and they were gone missing for three days. And I was here by myself one day, and I just heard them out, heard some meowing outside, and I was thinking, no way, no way are they still alive out there? Because it was pouring rain, like Aww. for the past day and a half. So. I ran outside and I saw him hiding under a tree and I was like, oh my God, I have to save them. I cannot let them go. <laughs> like, get out of my sight. So I was standing out in the rain. <laughs> a dramatic, let me paint you a dramatic picture. <laughs> me being frantic, but still calm, thinking I have to get save these cats or they're going to die out here by tonight. Jeez. And so I found, I was trying to give them like if we had we had some we had another another cat named Oz that passed away a couple months ago and so i was trying to give them some hard food but i was like they're not going to eat this so i went ran back inside and i found a can of tuna and eventually 
they like walked to the tuna and I started like pulling it away from the edge of the woods so they would come out from under the tree they were under because I couldn't get underneath of it and couldn't get close enough or else they would run. And eventually I was able to grab them and I ran inside ran inside and trapped them in my bedroom <laughs> and just like let them stay there for a while. Then yeah, then eventually I went to get them some shots at the vet and then I got them fixed and I've been taking care of them ever since then. Aww. And it's not How old were they? Oh, sorry. Uh, they're like the doctors. They or we never really knew how old they were. Um, the doctor said that they think they're probably like six and a half months right now. Mhm. Which seems seems about right. Um, Peaches is six pounds, and George is I think he's like eight and a half. If that mm. helps and helps anyway. <laughs> But, like, when you found them, like, when you rescued them, they were, like, really little, right? They were tiny. They were about the size of my wallet. Jeez. Or of a wallet. Like, they and they were away from their mom too soon. And, yeah, they're nice and healthy now. I've been taking care of them. And they love the daddy. Yeah, they don't, leave me, they don't leave me alone and they don't let me sleep. <laughs> like in... <laughs> I never... Uh, I feel like it's if it's not it's definitely not what having a kid would be like, but I feel like it's there, there's some some uh, what's the word responsibility. I was gonna say relation, not relationship, mm. re- responsibility or yeah, whatever. It's just kind of the same, <laughs> same but different. <laughs> yeah. So wouldn't you think that's like a life? altering decision for you because now you have two cats you are responsible for their welfare you've spent money at the vet money and uh you know you're gonna have them for however long they're alive and you may and you're not a cat person and you made that decision so i well because mm, it, uh, <laughs> it kind of just happened to me <laughs> they, so let me let me sort of use the story to frame you've made a lot of decisions up to this point in your life and you you know there's a reason you acted that way you acted selflessly and you know because the alternative could have been you know you left them or whatever right you could have got them out and said uh said to your brother deal with these or like, <gasps> you know what? take better care oh i straight up know a life-altering event another one if we're okay. If we're going to have hey. one, I know one. Go for it. The first time I watched wrestling, professional wrestling. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> I, I, I know it, but oh my God, I can't. Uh, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be watching it forever and ever and ever. I think the very first match I ever probably watched probably involved like Triple H, if people know who that is. And someone else who was definitely Monday Night Raw. But the first WrestleMania I remember is WrestleMania 20. When Eddie Guerrero won the WWE title. Sponsored by WWE. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So, how do you consider that a life-altering event? Because I watch it religiously. I, um... Fair enough. Every, every, um, Monday Night Raw, or Friday Night Smackdown, Thursday Night Smackdown. I even used to watch Velocity and, um, Saturday Night Heat. And a lot of people won't know what those are. (laughs) But they were like the, um, the smaller, crappier wrestlers who never got on the main show. That's where they wrestled. <clears throat> I didn't get to watch WCW, though. Oh, we had a video game on WCW. It was great. My favorite character was Sting, because he was a coolest. Sting was pretty cool. Still is. Still is. Bro- Still going. No, uh, not really. No. Oh. He um he broke his back in 2014? Yikes. Dang. 
Hmm. No, it was 2007. Oh, jeez, when was that? It must have been pretty recent because I, it was. Because yeah. um, he has never. He had never been part of. This is off topic. Uh, he he had never been jeez. part of WWE, and then they brought him in, and he was doing a little storyline, and he took what it's called a buckle bomb. You power bomb a guy into the the, the corner. Oof. And he Holy he just landed wrong, and he broke his back. Holy butts. Yep. But there's talks about getting them back in the ring. So, who knows? Hmm. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> bring it on back. Um, oh, boy. So, I yeah, I, I think life-altering events sort of... So, you don't mean, like, they're, major, major. They're, well, right. They're, I mean, there's a reason... Things that, that direct you your the... personality. Right, there's a reason okay. the way there's okay. that you are the way you are, and there are you know there's moments that shape those kind of things and that put you on a path to whether it be act a certain way or try to emulate either people or things you've seen, and uh, in deciding what you want to do for the rest of your life or things you want to do in, with in the rest of your life, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, because like, because you say you know I'm 25 and I I don't uh, I haven't really started my life yet and it's not not again not to be dark but if you're if you're average that's that's a third and mm. but yeah but um <laughs> and it's sort of what an exercise in this podcast is um you were talking about a friend who reached out to you and. Uh, said that it's really cool to see guys our age doing a podcast. Right. And I think, you know, a part of that is we're 25. We haven't really started our life yet. And a lot of, you know, there's a lot of... We're 24. 24. Oops. I'm almost 25. Yeah, you're, um, you're almost 25. It's coming up. That was a, that was a nice round number. But um, <laughs> there's, there's, there's just a lot of... Um, we've done a lot of living, and I think people downplay that, especially... One of my one of my pet peeves is hearing people say adulting is like paying taxes and having a house and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's like I you're boiling it down to the very minimal materialistic things, but like you know, you're you're a person with a personality and you have insight that nobody in the world has and you need to you know, you should cherish that because you're the only one with it and you and if you wait for your life to start at, you know, if you if you want to wait any longer, it's you're you're, you're playing from behind. I feel mm. like I think right. I think we, if you take yourself seriously, you have the power to do something with your life that um, you can do a lot of good, and you're doing yourself a disservice by saying you don't have those skills yet. Well, I'm not can saying I'm not saying I don't have those skills, because I mean we. Sorry, I cut you off, Amy. We'll, 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 That's okay. We'll get back in a second. I'm, I'm not saying I don't have those skills. I'm just saying, it, like, <clears throat> the life that I f- foresaw has not come to fruition yet. And it's yeah. it's taking longer than I thought. It's like, because right now I'm I'm just waiting for the call to say, for, to say you're, we want you for an interview. And then once I get, once that happens, I've... Pew. It's gonna be like a rocket ship is strapped to my back. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Then again, I it's I'm still probably thinking it's gonna go like I can finally be able to do more stuff, but it's still gonna be a slower pace than what I what I ever thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Okay, Amy. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So I have a question because are we talking about major life changing decisions? Or are we talking about life-changing events? Because those can be very different things. Like, life-changing decisions implies that, you know, you had sort of, like, I don't know, autonomy in that situation. Where there are many kinds of, like, events that could occur and change, like, the direction of your life. But you don't necessarily have a choice in. So, is it decisions? Is it events? I would say both. Okay. Cool. Cool. Good to know. Nice. Yeah, your life has started, Jesse. I, yeah, yeah I, w- I would, I would argue that 
you're you, the experience you're getting now isn't just it's not like you're still in the classroom it you're getting experience and you you have to you have to get yourself in the mindset that you you are using your experience whether or not it's what you want to be doing or not right I mean, that, I, that's, that, sorry, I cut you off again. That, no, no, you're fine. That's, that's part of the reason why, like, I want, I pushed to start the podcast mm-hmm. because I was getting tired of waiting yeah. and I was right. like, I'm going to, I want to start doing something and that this can eventually be something one day. Hopefully that'd be cool. And then yeah. another thing I've been doing is, um, taking all my old drawings and, putting them on illustrator and i'm actually learning how to use that more kind of teaching myself so it's it's progressing it's just like i said it's just going slower yeah i think also though like the being in college and kind of like the mindset that it puts you in it does put you in that mindset like okay now i just need my first job and my life is starting yeah and like definitely being out of college like i guess two years now it's your perspective shifts again but like where you are now you know you recently graduated so i think it 100 percent makes sense that that's your mindset because that's the college mindset that's you know that makes sense i mean i i don't doubt i'm i don't think i'm the only one that feels that way no and i'm 100 not i'm sure there's a lot there's a lot of people that if they were to listen to this it would it would help so I'm going to plug our podcast, go on and share it to someone who needs to hear this. Because, I mean, you, yeah, no. you can get down on yourself pretty easily with this. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I, I definitely think there, and again, it's the, the prevalence of sort of the adulting joke is a lot of people don't know how to, how to utilize their experience to just, um, to live their life. Mm. You know, you, Again, you said you, did, and I know I'm just repeating the same things over and over. I again, know. But you said your life doesn't start at 25. It, it does. It started. It started a while ago. Right. And so yeah. it, it's important that you not only gain experience but cherish the experience that you have because, again, nobody has it. Right. Yeah. So enough about me. Let's go to you guys now. One of you two. What's one of your life altering events or? decisions that led you to where you are today so you want to go i have one but you can go no, you can go okay uh it's kind of depressing but i think probably one like one of my biggest earliest life-altering events was when i was in high school and i was doing my thing i was living my life and i was really getting good grades and then i got in a car accident and then i got a really bad concussion slash neck injury slash brain injury that put me out of school for a year and a half, mm-hmm. which like, uh, yeah, and kind of put me into this really bad mental health place for the next uh, like seven years after <laughs> or something. Like, yeah, I would say that was one of my big events because for me, like, it was like smooth sailing, peppy, like whatever, had everything all figured out in high school. And then after that, it was just like ev- all of that was gone. Um, and I don't know, like, I mean, just in terms of life altering stuff and like, like I've had to, even now I'm still working through like things like from that kind of, cause you form sort of bad habits, like when you're in that place for long enough, like yeah. in how you think and stuff. But, um, I don't know. I mean, it also taught me some things like a compassion for other people, patience mm-hmm. with other people. And, um, I feel so like you look, I, you stared at Jordan really hard. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no. um, but uh yeah so i don't know i think that's one of mine and i didn't have any control over that but it did it altered my life dramatically and it's made me it's in part has contributed to who i am today huh. yeah well i'm glad you like took an an optimistic look at it at least it took now. a while to get there yeah yeah a long time to get there but it's good it's mm. good i mean you know can't change it so you make the best of it right and that's that buddy um mine's pretty i think i think innocuous is the right word mm. 
pretty... I'll let you know once you get started. We'll see. Um, but <laughs> So there was this uh, one time I was in... I was training uh, at, at, the, uh, at high school and was outside of the trainer's office and uh, was doing something. And uh, the I started talking to the trainer about um, coaching and sort of stuff and how, how high school was going. And he said something to the effect of, you know, I hope you come back and coach or I hope you come back and are involved in some way. And for me, it was sort of, uh, again, up to that point in my life, I was sort of angsty and I uh, had self-worth issues. And like for me, that was, it was really validating to see that someone saw that I cared enough to try hard mm-hmm. and that I could have an impact on people's lives. That would be uh, an improvement because like coaches coaches were some of my only role models whenever I was growing up and so for me that was a huge compliment and I just wanted to try to uh, I wanted to live up to that to that compliment and try to change people's life in an effective way mm. is that what innocuous means? Uh, it'll do I don't even <laughs> really do. know what innocuous means well <laughs> Okay, first of all, you're spelling it wrong. Oh. Get that E. Oh my God. Here at hey, the Google found it out. Here at the J and J. Not harmful. Our influence. own producers. I guess I'm. I, yeah, our own producers <laughs> here. Um, but I, not harmful or offensive. I'm. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess not exactly what I was going for. It was. It was. It was fairly, in. It wasn't substantial. That, that's what I was trying to get at. It was just like. You know, he just said like five words to me when I was doing something else or something. He validated you pretty much. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Validation. Wow. All right. Any other stories before we move on? I mean, I have a couple other life altering events, but share them if you feel like sharing. Go for it. Oh, pretty sad. <laughs> Try not to be. Just don't be sad. No. Uh, somebody, somebody told me to stop being depressed, and there it was. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> there it was. That was fine. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's it? <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at all these colors. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess uh, a more recent life-altering event. This isn't huge, but I was like, because remember we moved to D.C. Like, um, I didn't have a job, couldn't find one, was in a new place, didn't have connections, nothing. So I was pretty depressed and just, like, didn't do anything. And that kind of sucked. And then I made a decision to start working at my job. And then I made all these friends. And it's really good. And, I don't know, mental health. You know big what? Big upswing. So I would say that, even though it's small, it made a big difference in my life. I'm I'm pretty much in the same position you were in then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, you got to go out and do something, even if it's minor. It like really makes a big difference. All of my friends that I have now, who are my age, are from my job, <laughs> and I really like them. <laughs> I uh, I have yeah. the gym, <laughs> and until until April, until my other, the other job pans out. Mm. Longest I have to wait is one month. So. I can do another yeah. month. If I, it takes that I, long. I oh. believe in you. <gasps> Thank you. You're welcome. Do you feel validated? Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so other life... You know what? Uh, okay, so if we're going to keep going with the... I guess doing a musical would be a life-altering event for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it it made me realize how much I love to entertain people mm. and this is a really stupid thing so I was in Oklahoma the musical I oh. Oh. I know me too I was like wow no go there no <laughs> I was joking <laughs> <laughs> I was in, I was in the musical um I I wasn't a major character at all. Or wait, what? I can't remember if it was that musical or if it was another one. 
Oh, jeez. That's okay. You were in a musical and it changed your life. Keep well, going. Well, because afterwards, like when we were just out in the audience just saying hi, thanks for coming, everyone, a little girl came up to me and she was like, I want your autograph. And like my, <laughs> my heart just sank <laughs> when that happened to me. I was like, what? <laughs> me? <laughs> And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm in high school. I'm in a high school musical. And this little girl's asking me for my autograph. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to start crying right here. <laughs> and I was like, of course. And I tried, had to like hold it together. And I was like, <laughs> the whole time. Oh my God. And that just, wow. like, that was, I guess, a valid, a valid, uh, validating moment and made me be like, I want uh, whatever I do, I have to. I want to, I want to uh, elicit some sort of emotion, or entertain people in some way. And so, stay tuned for more content. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to my channel. Uh, hit the little bell for notifications S- when I post. Slap uh, that bell. <laughs> <laughs> slap that subscribe button. Oh God. Mm-mm. Uh, mm-hmm. buddy, anything else? You got one more in you? Oh, boy. I might be able to... Squeeze I one more li- out. I was listening so intensely that what, I couldn't. What about grad school? I mean, how has that altered your life? Oh. It's a five-year event. That's pretty big. It's... Mm-hmm. Right. I, I'm... Yeah, I'm in the mindset of... You know, this whole, this, I guess what grad school has taught me is that the, some of the things I was expanding on before, just like, you know, you're, um, the, I was taking a class in communications, if I had to tie this to an event, I was taking a communications class and, you know, this guy was, uh, talking about, um, how, the how people always assume they're going to be bad public speakers and nobody nobody goes to the podium thinking that they're going to be the next insert pub, billy good public billy, billy <laughs> graham there you go yeah whatever <laughs> billy graham uh but um you know it if you if you want to think that way then that's all well and good and there's a very good chance that you're not going to be that way I'm not saying like that the only thing you need to do is try or is believe in yourself and you'll do well. But if you, if you train and if you uh, get experience in order to uh, do what you want to do and you sincerely uh, believe and start learning um, the craft, then you can start being as good as those people. And that's sort of emblematic of a lot of what I see, um, in grad school and even just professionally it's um I, I sort of always grew up and i knew i didn't have the discipline to be or i say i grew up but like once i once i got a job i thought i didn't have the discipline nor the brain power to uh really achieve something um great i just sort of thought well i'll get a good job and i'll get be uh the head of a uh, minor lab or something in a quality control testing thing and uh, uh, you know you can go and do that and if that's your passion go ahead but you just have to keep on uh, you have to learn the things that make you better and then actually go and do them and it's the people at the top are just regular people too and that's pretty much um, that's that whenever my communications professor said that it sort of solidified this um, this nebulous thought that was just around me, and I never, never could put words to it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I, I want to. I'll expand on the commu- like communicating in front of people type thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, your professor was definitely right. Like no one thinks that. Like for someone who's been in plays and theater and given a lot of um, speeches, it's. On, like for me at least I'm always scared but I just kind of you just kind of have to do it and I know a lo- I know a lot of people that struggle with giving speeches and that's why I'm saying this because it might be useful to someone 
but every like everyone is scared to give a speech or do something in front of people mm-hmm. so you're you're not alone and no one's going to judge you by, for you trying so mm-hmm. take that for what it is yeah I keep having to, like, speak in front of people for my job. Not, like, big, long things, but the people will, like, hand me a microphone to be like, Amy, as the youth director, what do you think? And I'm like, <gasps> anyway, <laughs> then I have to sound cool because the kiddos are looking up to me, and so it's good. Hey, yo. I just realized in your profile you never went over what jobs you have. Uh, Do I have to say that now? Can I mean, it just be a mystery? It can be a mystery. Nobody yeah, ever it, it, needs it's to It's up know. to you. <laughs> she works with hey, kids and talks hey, at people, hey, and no. that's all you should. That's uh, all you're gonna know. And that's all you. Oh, that's all you need. Shush. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Okay. Brap. Do, 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 do. Okay. Boom. Transition done. That's gonna be the transition sound. Welcome, everyone, <laughs> to the second part of the J&J Connection podcast, where we're going to move things on to a bit of a lighter note, but still provoke thought with a fun game of Would You Rather. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get, let's, let's do it. This is the easy part, or at least it should be. Um, who's, who's reading? You want me to read it? Um, I'm. I don't know if I want to go down this list. <laughs> I think this is a good list. I think it's okay. a good list too. I think it'll be fun. I'm you sorry. learn about how people, who people are, by the simple things in life. Yeah, Jordan doesn't always have to be so brainy. Yeah, God, this is a, this was a fun, easy way, and the people at home can join, and <gasps> like Party. say if you <laughs> let us know if you agree yeah. or Comment. disagree. <laughs> Comment and tell us tell us which one's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess I'll read it. Um, and we're all going to answer. Okay? At once? At once. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a countdown, <laughs> and then you say it. Nice. Okay. Um, Let's not do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> First question. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? I already know my answer. Can I go? You can go. Am I allowed? Okay. Uh, I would lose the ability to read because, you know, writing hasn't been around that long. And people survived, like, off of oral traditions, and that suited them just fine. Also, I like talking to other people. So if I couldn't do that, that would suck. I I'd hate that. So yeah. I agree. I would also lose the ability to read. I think at this stage in my life, I would say, and I, I'm just, I'm going to be uh, argumentative just because. Um, That's fine. If I, <laughs> that makes if it I more were, interesting. <laughs> if I were in this stage of my life, definitely lose the ability to read. I could get on without it. But if you're growing up, the ability to read is pretty, pretty dang important, especially if you, if the resources around you are pretty, or the people with those, the resources you need around you are uh Few, few and, and far, far between. between. Yeah. yeah. So, I would say lose the ability to speak because mm-hmm. you can always write stuff down. Okay, but imagine <laughs> the house is on fire. Yeah. Here, let me write on my flammable paper. Like, help. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. So the building, so the building's on fire, and you're looking for the exit. Too bad you can't read the signs. Look. You know, uh, you could just jump out the window. There are practical things that everybody knows. Yeah. I'm, someone's yeah. got to know how to get out of the building. Hey, how do you get out of the building? This way, my man. Thanks, my man. Plus, even if you can't read, you could associate this, like, the green glowing thing in the corner no. as the exit. Okay, you're right. So. That's impossible. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. Moving on to the next question. Wait, hold on. Okay. That argument is sort of like... Lose the ability to read and then relearn how to read. You don't have to read, but you can know what symbols mean. Or it's just like, what? Are you blind? It's, it's like it's still the color. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, okay. 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 
Okay, so would you rather... I, what? I can read this one. I can read this one. <laughs> would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? I, I know what I'm going to say. Me too. 20, okay. tw- 20 minutes early. Yep. Ditto. I can't deal with the anxiety of being late. Yeah. It's like, it's just, you're on the way there, you're like, I'm a horrible person. Why am I like this? I'd rather be 20 I, like, minutes early and overdressed. Heck yeah. 100%. That was oh, an, yeah. That was an, that was an easier one. Okay. Easy. A- Amy, you want to read the next one? All right. Would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? I know my answer. Go ahead. Uh, I would rather have all traffic lights be green because when I stand in line, I'm just chilling. I don't understand why some people get so angry about their lo- like they're like I'm in line and the world is a movie. I don't know. Like I'm just hanging out, you know. I'm vibing. <laughs> like I'm just like in my daydreams, whatever. But like when a light is red and it doesn't change for no freaking reason, even though I'm the only one at it, ooh, I can't. I can't stand it. The rage. <laughs> the mm. rage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It. Ooh. I would have to say I actually never stand in line again. Because I, I part of me likes to enjoy sitting at a red light because then mm. you get a chance to look around you and be like, I've never been to this place. Look at all this cool stuff. I should come here more often. Ooh. When if you're, you're standing in line, you, you know what you're standing in, standing in line for and you just want to place your order and just get it done with mm. yeah i think i'm gonna have to go with the line thing as well i just i'm okay with sitting at the red light yep, yep. even if it takes a while it's just and plus i'll be 20 minutes early to whatever so <laughs> <laughs> you're right all right uh. on to the next one all right uh, would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into the future of anyone but yourself? Ooh. Make me like Nicolas Cage. I want to see 10 minutes into my own future. Really? You remember that movie, Next? I don't know if I saw it. Terrible movie. No, it was, pro- <laughs> it was okay. Soft. So, would you? Why would you want to see ten minutes into your own future? <clears throat> I mean, I get flustered. It'd be nice to see like <laughs> what things are coming. Especially, I have to present a lot at my group meeting, and I always have a plan going in, and I'm like, "This is going to be great." But then my advisor will ask a question that I did not anticipate, and it's not even. It doesn't have to be a very complicated question. It just has to be like. Something like, how did you make this? Or what day did you do this on? And I'll be like, uh... But, and, then, and then immediately, it's entirely derailed. But you wouldn't be able to see the question, or hear the question he asked you. Because then you would be seeing into his future. So you could, look, that, you could well, look in the future and just see your discomfort, and you're like, what went wrong? <laughs> I, In my mind, that's not how this ability works. I feel like to see in your own future means you also have context. So, I think you have a good premise, but you can heck right off with it. <laughs> uh, wait, so is this ability, is it at will, or is it like I'm going at will. Seven? Okay. Like next. Like, Nicolas Cage. Okay. He couldn't do it on... Okay. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've not seen that movie. I apologize. <laughs> um, gosh. Jesse, do you have an answer? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I started talking. I bet you wish you could see ten minutes into the future. Huh? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> be, be prepared for it. Um. Uh, hmm. Hmm. You know what I'm gonna say? <laughs> Hold on. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm trying to. You know what? Yeah. Mm, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I would want to see into my own future. Score. Because yeah. like I'm gonna put this in the terms of like lifting. It's like you're going for a weight you don't know you can get. Let me just use my ability. Bam, did I get it? No, you died. Let's not that do would, it, y'all. <laughs> that would ruin my the fun, though. It would ruin the fun. I guess 
that would be torment. You would, if you were working out and you said to yourself, or like, and you went up and you said, I know I'm going to fail this, so I'm just not going to do that. If you do that for, you know, 100 days in a row, you're not going to get any better. Yeah. But you're always going to fail. You just need to go and go and fail. Right. Yeah. Boom. If I had this ability, like, I don't think I would use it at all because I don't really care to see what's in my future because, like, I don't know. First of all, like, it's whatever. Like, I'm pretty spontaneous, so I feel like that would ruin the fun for me. Um, And also, like, it'd be like, oh, great, I have that stupid thing to look forward to and then probably make me annoyed 10 minutes earlier than I would have to be. And then, like, if I could see into the future of somebody else, like, what if you catch them doing something, like, weird that they don't want to see that anyone else to see? Like, <laughs> no, thank you. That seems really, that would change my relationship with that person. I don't, I could not do that. So. Let, let me put this forth. Oh, okay. Our cats like to jump on us. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Wouldn't it be great <laughs> if you could know? before the claws are in your flesh oh i've got a pretty gnarly one on my shoulder right now it's probably about what's that like four inches long he looks like he was attacked by a tiger (laughs) yeah mauled by tiger (laughs) i knew there was gonna be a joke yeah yeah That would be pretty hit or miss though because it'd be like oh in 10 minutes yankee is gonna want to play fetch in ten minutes, she's gonna be sleeping. Ten minutes, they'll be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, sleeping again. <laughs> right. so I don't know. Okay, uh, buddy, read the next one. Would you rather? Ooh, my computer just shut off. <laughs> I got it. We're back. Okay, I was like, please Would you... don't tell me the audio. Yeah, gone. no, it it happened before, but it, it didn't ruin the audio. Okay. Would you rather be able to see? Oh, what? <laughs> What? You know what I wish I could do? Would you rather suddenly be elected a senator or suddenly become a CEO of a major company? You won't have to know any you you won't have any more knowledge about how to do either job than you do right now. I know what my answer would be. Go for it. I'd rather be a CEO of a major company. Which one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just would rather be a CEO than a senator. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would also just, rather be a CEO. Oh. Wait, sorry. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Just sorry, because I'm I, so sorry. I, I wouldn't want to be a politician. That's the only reason. Her. Yeah. It seems like even if you don't know what to do and you get fired immediately, you come out with a lot of money, and that would be cool. Mm. Like, you know, months worth of, like, salary. Like, okay. Um. Plus, Man, like, I, I need to think. I feel like oh, I can ahead. make. I feel like I can make a um a fun work environment for people. Yeah. I don't think I would yeah. majorly mess up the company. We might lose a couple hundred mm. million, but mm. hey, hey, podcast is I'm really, fine. You're right. I'm really <laughs> stuck on this question of what company I'd want to be CEO of. You don't. You don't think about that. You don't have to be what company. Just would you but rather I, be? A, I want to think will about be a test it. Later. Yeah, there will be a like, test later. Wow. I would be a senator. I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I sort of i I have aspirations of one day maybe be involved in government. Well, definitely involved in government because how else do you get a job in nuclear without being in government? But uh, I also have wild aspirations of possibly running for elected office. I just think you know. Wait, would I, I, I? Would you? Would if that were to happen, would I be allowed in the White House? No, no I'm not saying I'm running for president. <laughs> you said elected office. You, you gotta. Yes. You go to the top, or you go no. You elect other ones. No, no. You go. You go straight from no one to running for president. The president. Well, one one person did it, but the. Uh, did you know? Uh, and this is sort of off topic, but. There are people, the Electoral College is actually people. I did not know that. Who have to cast votes. I knew that. I didn't know that. I knew things. Until recently. Uh, But no, I just, I, if, if for nothing else, I'd just like to see, I I get that there's pressure for people to give you money and uh, that fundraising is a huge issue when you're a senator and you spend like half of your, literally half of your time doing fundraising. 
and I, I just I'd like to see the mindset behind some of the people who make the decisions that they do because you know nobody goes to the Senate and says I'm gonna take a bunch of money from a corrupt corrupt thing so I can make a lot of money and then just duck out like everyone who runs has to have some sense of wanting to do the right thing for the people or the people of the country and but there's a bunch of interfering factors that make that make that easy goal very difficult mm -hmm. or makes it very complicated very quickly the movie long shot actually does a good job at kind of showing what you just said hmm. so if anyone's interested i i recommend that movie long shot Where's that sponsorship? Um, <laughs> Long shot. Looking at you. I want to be the next Papa John. That's what I've decided. That's my company. Yeah. Next Papa John. <laughs> is that is that it? Better ingredients. Better pizza. Yeah. So you, <laughs> better, better CEO. You, uh, you, you don't even want to be the CEO. You just want to turn into Papa John. <laughs> well, no. Sweat, I want to be the next. marinara him, over here. God, no. Him before he fell from grace. But, like, me... <laughs> But not him. Okay. Me. Yeah. But of Papa John's of pizza. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, Amy, you want to read us the next one? All right. Uh, would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or know now everything your future self will learn? Hmm. Uh, I know this one right off. I would rather go back to age five with yep. everything I know now. Yep. Like 100%. Hmm. Well, hold on. I gotta say, I gotta. Hmm. Don't you do it. If I no, I, I'd go suddenly, back. I'd yeah, go back. I, I agree. I wouldn't want I to. I'm pick, uh, sorry. I'm. I would pick okay, the it's, it's lesser. Okay. Le uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd pick the lesser of two evils. That's all. Okay. Yeah. If I suddenly have like an a hundred year old brain, I think I'd be pretty over life. I'd be like, all right, well screw this i'm not gonna learn anything new so now i'm just here for whatever this is stupid or i don't know maybe i'd just like party and all my lessons would go to waste i don't know mm -hmm. but um yeah i think that would take a lot of the meaning out of like living yeah buddy yeah if it was just like facts and stuff maybe <laughs> i know everything future self would learn because i don't like i don't know if you if you like no again qualifying the question if i knew everything that was going to happen to me then that'd be pretty weird but, i think uh, that's what it's what it entails eh, yeah i'm a hard no on that one then all right that was that was pretty easy would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die you can't change the time or method of your death deep thought for our last would you rather uh, I, I want to end, so... Okay, I, I'm sure... Okay, you can end. Um, I would rather know how I was going to die. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe that would be, like, a little spooky to be like, oh, I know how is this going to be when is this going to be... But, like, I don't know. Like, it's, like, it would be kind of nice to, like, mentally prepare be like, okay, this is going to be how it is, and, you know, you can't change it, so you accept it, and you just sort of mentally prepare yourself and you know or yeah i don't know i so, mean i guess maybe not knowing when would be kind of sucky but so which one did you pick how i'd rather know how i would die okay i would rather know when because if i knew how i was gonna die like say i i was gonna get hit by a car right oh yeah would i suck. would always be like where <laughs> which one is it <laughs> You'd always be on edge when, if you know, like, you got uh, another, like, 50 or 20 years, you'd be like, hey, I can do whatever I want. Or not not, not whatever you want, way. but you can live your life to the fullest. And Yeah. You know you're good. Yeah. You know you're not just going to randomly die. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. I guess the way I think of death now, like, I'm not scared of it, really. I'm just kind of, like, at peace that it's something that will happen one day. Mm -hmm. But my perspective is very different from other people's because of what I've been through. Um, so, I don't know. For me, it's, like, knowing how, like, 
Because, I don't know, like, I mean, I don't want to die now, like, right. at this point in my life. But if it happened, I think I would be at peace with it. <laughs> like, Yeah, if I found out I was, was going to die tomorrow, I'd be like, well, this, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd just be like, okay, and I'd accept it. So. All right. So, I would rather know when I'm going to die. Okay. Because I already know how I'm going to die. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right, how are you going to die, buddy? Well, I remember one day I was listening to a sermon, and uh, he was talking about um, we all have our place here on Earth to uh, do do, jo- do a certain job, and um, it's important that we get the work we need to do in this life done um, for so that uh, our work can glorify God and things like that. And so the the sermon was on this man who preached was a preacher, and it was said that he had gave, given the best sermon of his life, and then uh, as soon as he was finished, he dropped dead, heart attack, and uh, so, and and sort of it tied together the story well as he completed his life here and uh, got what he needed to get done, and so the way I'm going to die is recording this very podcast because i'm gonna say something that's gonna be so profound one day that i'm just gonna die and you're gonna have to put that on you're gonna have to put it in and in the show notes it'll just read i hope you enjoy this one because it's the last one (laughs) it just you'll you'll say whatever <laughs> and I'll just be here silent, like. And that's it the was time. Of <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just be like, "That's it. <laughs> He's completed." You'll you'll, you'll you'll already know what happened. <laughs> he completed the prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the end of the. Well, what's this here? Looks like we have one more. Would you rather? Um, would you rather subscribe and share the J and J Connection podcast and be totally awesome or not subscribe and share thus causing the rise of cthulhu ooh i i think i'm gonna share buddy i hate to do it but i agree with you Mm -hmm. good amy bring on the end of the world (laughs) you're not supposed to say that No more guests. No more guests. That's it. Um, I guess I'll share. Oh yeah, whatever. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the J and J Connection podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast. We are available wherever you get your podcasts from. And don't forget to follow us on the socials. We're on Instagram at J and J Connection Podcast, Twitter at JJ Connection Po One. That's P O One at the end of that, and Facebook at JJ Connection Podcast. And don't forget to share the podcast with everybody. Do it. Share right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Yabo. Quoth the raven, deep in the peanut butter house the crow. Thank you.